Hey, this is Jacqueline. Thank you so much for tuning into Current Mood. I really enjoy doing the show and putting it together, but it does not happen all by myself. <laughs> Let me tell you. I have an incredible producer, Jarrell Perry, a network of truly supportive family and friends, and also listeners. Thanks, guys. And I also use Anchor, which is a really cool way to make a podcast. With the Anchor app, you can record and distribute your podcast. You can also track your analytics. You can have music to your podcast. It's a really neat platform and has totally expanded the way that I do storytelling. Um, if you wanted to check it out, you could download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, welcome to the Current Mood Podcast. This is your host, Jacqueline Marie. Current Mood is a series exploring self-care techniques, mental models, and core patterns propelling our increasingly digital lives. Through conversations with founders, entrepreneurs, educators, and executives across creative disciplines, I get a chance to learn about things that work for people in their everyday lives. Welcome to part two of my conversation with leadership coach and facilitator, Bobby Lyle. There was so much to say that we had to cut it in half. In part one, we talk about intention setting, trusting our body-mind connection, and super crucial topic, how to move on from relationships, both business and personal, with a clean ending. In this second half, we dig into imposter syndrome that like super dreaded feeling that you're somehow not good enough. Um, I know a lot of people deal with that, so we really go into it. We do have we do have those filters that suddenly start to create. Um, even as you're saying the storytelling, which again I want to say the good thing about storytelling is it does help tether us. Mm. You know, it's like mm -hmm. there are the things like sometimes I need to know. It's like okay, I'm in this building, right? You know, to go ahead and do this thing, and I want to do it well. And, you know, and just like, I want to go ahead and it's like, okay, create my own tangible world so that I don't just suddenly fly off into the ether. Right. I mean, like stories can definitely serve you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, but understand the story is just an aspect of the reality, right. you know, it's like your story is one book. Right. You know, but also recognize that there's the whole bookcase. Right. I like your book and bookcase metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> What well, we say, we'll recognize the book is never larger than the bookcase. Oh, it's so deep. <laughs> Unless that's a really big book. I mean, the book is rarely larger than the bookcase. That is, you need to like trademark that or something. <laughs> <laughs> or is it like an old saying? It just makes, because you, you visualize it, you see the whole bookcase and then you're like oh minuscule fucking book is this one story yeah, just this one bit just one part of like this entire color spectrum and recognize that that's a perspective right <laughs> that's also a perspective yeah so like that one book that story that has me in one perspective but it's like oh yeah. yo let me go to this other shelf yeah there's other stuff yeah. There's other things. There's all the stuff that's in my blind spots. Yeah. And this is why it's like, remember what we're saying in those places where you're really triggered, mm -hmm. those are your growth opportunities. Mm. So that can happen a lot of times from those people that are like, they think differently than me. Right. They're in that other tribe. Right. Fuck them. 
and instead recognize us like, wait a minute, there's more to even both of us in this relationship than this one belief. <sighs> Try telling like mainstream media that. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, you know, that's, you know, that helps make money that, <laughs> that right, helps yeah. to drive things. Yep. I mean, creating polarities is not my favorite thing. But it, again, there's certain things that are functional and it does serve purpose sometimes. Yeah. And when you can, again, start to have a new relationship to it. Right. Because again, when we start to do polarity work. Right. And remember what would happen is when we extend the polarity to their extreme, we recognize that they begin to mirror one another. Okay. So polarity for me, I'm trying to think of what would be a good one. Like, do I just call out like one subject? Yeah, or just some, or, or what's an area where you're finding yourself stuck right now? Um, I'm actually feeling pretty good. <laughs> so, okay, well then, there we go. It worked so well that we didn't even have to do the exercise. You know, it's just funny, just the exercise of me thinking about something that was not tight made me be, made me grateful for all the things that are tight. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, no, we'll, we'll do one because well, I want to do an example of one. Okay. Well, one of the things I've been finding, uh, I've been working with a lot of creative entrepreneurs lately. Okay. And what are those? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm like really using that one too much. And I, I'm good with it. Okay. I know <laughs> like, you laugh. So sick. <laughs> you always make me laugh. Oh, yes. Um, well, creative um, entrepreneurs, I'm finding that, um, whether it's in the tech space or, or just people just branching out into um, new industries, mm -hmm. that I'm finding there's a lot of people who really come from more creative backgrounds instead of your more conventional corporate. Right. Uh, what these days? Yeah. These days, whatever that means. But. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we'll think about like say even in the music industry, for right. example. Right. And there are so many other streams that are running parallel to just um, performance or just A&R. Right, right. I mean, it's like a whole cultural vertical. Like, everything's tied to music now. Yeah. Yeah. Or or just or culture as well. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I'm finding within that there are people that haven't necessarily had that conventional, um, like, okay, here's ABC. Yeah. And then you go out into the business world and know the clear steps. There are oftentimes people that are coming from more creative backgrounds and are maybe even just creating their jobs or, and just making it up. Hey, no one's done this before. so Sounds about but, right for music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I'm finding within that um, one of the common issues is the imposter syndrome. Mm, okay. You know, that, that thing of like suddenly feeling that you don't belong or that you're not worthy of maybe any accolades or any um, rewards that um, are coming your way. Yeah, that's a thing a lot of people deal with. Yeah, I'm finding that's coming up a lot. So I figure that we can maybe do, um, maybe we could do a, a polarity with that. How's that sound? With imposter syndrome. Okay, yeah. that's a good one. Let's let's yeah. go. Okay. I've definitely dealt with that. I yeah, still do yeah. all the time. Sometimes I'm like, how am I, did I write a story and it's on Forbes right now? Like, and respect. That's fucking, I, that's, I'm so thankful. And it's like, so fucking awesome. <laughs> and I, I really do love your writing. So Thank good you. on you. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, but low key. So yeah. So on that. Okay. We'll do an so, exercise. All right. So if you guys want to follow along, um, take a second and either if you only, if you're on the train or if you're commuting or you don't have a pen and paper, you can do it on your notes or draft it as an email like I like to do. Um, or you can just listen to this later. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so I have my journal out, and okay. I have my sweet Pentel mechanical pencil that I love. Oh, um, that's a fancy pencil. My grandpa was an architect, and these oh. pencils were these were like the architect. What can I see that? Things, yeah. It's pretty sweet. Oh, I love that. It's got a nice. It's like being back in school. Welcome to class. So yeah, it's all right. So class. what we're gonna do okay. is, um. Do four quadrants. Four quadrants. All right. I'm drawing a line from top to okay. bottom. And, you know, and then one that goes across. Right. Okay. So what we're going to do is in the two um, top columns, you're going to do like a plus. Okay. Plus on the upper left, plus mm -hmm. on the upper right. Uh-huh. And then minus in the bottom. Minus bottoms. on lower left, minus on lower right. And then on... Okay. And so on your top left, mm -hmm. you're going to have a header above it that says imposter syndrome oh, okay. or just we'll just say imposter imposter okay all right and what would you say would be the polarity for that the polarity so like what are the benefits of having or, imposter no, or syndrome? no or what's on the other side so if so if one oh, side if one side i'm feeling like an imposter yes what's the polarity on the other side the what other would be the opposite the other side is you're like a professional Okay. Right. But yeah. But what's the what's the quality? What's the experience of that? How am I feeling? Because if I'm, I feel like an imposter, or maybe I feel I feel like a successful person. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I want to go ahead and get something that's the quality of the feeling, like maybe like belonging or. Okay. Or, so if I feel like an imposter on one end, then I feel um, accepted on the other end. Okay. Right. Okay. I mean, for me, I I feel like. Yeah, and I want to use the language that works for you. That's important. Language is important, guys. Absolutely. And, and that's why I don't want to feed you <laughs> words because then it's my experience, not yours. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so okay. what we're going to do, and now that we have the, the polarity chart that's right here, in the plus quadrants, those are going to represent benefits. And in the minus quadrants, those are going to represent challenges. Okay. Okay. So, so we're going to start with the easiest one. Which is like, okay, what are the challenges of feeling like an imposter? That goes down here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're on the lower left quadrant of the imposter syndrome, which is on the left side. And we're talking about the negative aspects to imposter, to feeling like an imposter. Correct? Yeah. And I, I also prefer really saying challenge. Challenge. Okay, so it's not a negative. Maybe I just write challenge. And then what would be above instead of the plus? Uh, benefit. Okay, perfect. And some people are more visual, so draw your symbols. Oops, I can spell for yeah, sure. Yeah, you can. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... All right, so what are some of the challenges of feeling like an imposter? It's very limiting. Yeah? Like, it, it feels like you're... <laughs> You're holding your greatness back almost. Yeah. Right? Um, well, well, it's funny. Can you recognize how it's happening to you right now <laughs> as you're speaking? Um, yes. Or some, some of the hesitance to speak. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, challenges of imposter syndrome. It definitely feels limiting. Um, no one else believes you if you don't believe in yourself. Yeah, and recognize these are beliefs, so you believe that. Right. Um, imposter syndrome. How do you feel when you feel like an imposter? 
like a fraud. Like I'm not skilled in the thing that I'm actually skilled in. Yeah. <laughs> um, fraudulent. Yeah. Damn, does, that's not very nice, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does your body feel in that moment? It definitely doesn't feel easy. It just feels like rigid. Yeah. Do you ever experience any anxiety or feel anxious in those moments? Yeah, like or five feel like a thousand fear that, percent. Yeah, like, like someone's going to find you out. My lower back starts hurting. Yeah. Or like I have a headache. Yeah. Some weird physical manifestation. Yeah. What happens with this notion of like, oh, here comes someone who's more qualified than me. Ooh, now you're really getting in there. Um, when I'm in imposter syndrome mode, it's definitely like you feel threatened. Yeah. Almost. When everyone has their own unique yeah. things to offer. Okay. So challenges of imposter syndrome, feeling okay. limiting. Are there is there another? Yeah. Well, I mean, this could go on for a while, so but you yeah. got you know I'm just I'm just repeating it for okay. anybody who's listening. Yeah, so let's see um, what you got. Yeah, so imposter syndrome challenges. You feel it's limiting um, when you don't believe in yourself. No one else believes in you. You could feel like a fraud. Your your body can just feel rigid, and it can even manifest in physical ways that are not comfortable. Yeah. So, are we going to and the also, benefits? Well, also looking <laughs> looking over your shoulder. Is that is that? Well, you know, we're com- constantly comparing yourself. Oh right. To others. Oh, my friend Yuki says comparison is the thief of joy. <laughs> yeah, I think also a president said that, but Yuki's the one who told me first. <laughs> so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll credit Yuki. Yuki, what's up, Yuki? Yuki, I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, <laughs> yeah. All right, and so yeah, that can go on. And recognize there's also different types of sort of imposter syndrome. Right. Um. So okay. Oh, there's also the, another thing I want to put for there because I think some people feel it is like when there's that uh, notion of almost being. Um, oppressed by your own genius that whole thing is like just because i do it anybody can do it and where you just don't give yourself any credit oh oppressed by your own genius okay i don't know if i don't know if i so so imagine for example like okay you're you're a singer and some of you're singing and you're just like oh yeah anybody can sing and sometimes when you do something really well you don't recognize that not everyone can do that (laughs) okay for sure and so you then don't really um, you don't claim it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we can go to what was it that you have as the other? Accepted. Accepted. Okay. Oh, that's what that says. Okay. Should we do the benefits of imposter syndrome since we've done the challenges? Hmm? Um, or do you like to do the challenges? I was going to go through the easy bits first. What's easy for you? Well, because then we can <laughs> go ahead and see what's the, what are the some of the upsides of acceptance. The upsides of acceptance, um, feeling accepted. You just feel like you have purpose. Yeah. Right. Like you're like, oh, other people are this way too. I am not alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, acceptance. I feel like you become more inspired and and confident in your work. Yeah. Um. Um, acceptance. I mean, you definitely move with more ease. Absolutely. Yeah. Like in your body. 
Yeah. Well, because you're not burdened with trying to prove anything to other people. Yeah, man. There's a sense of belonging. Totally. Um, mm. And think oftentimes when you feel that way, you're often willing to give that to other people. Mm. It's like a chain reaction of yeah. acceptance. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so true. I noticed that. That one's a big one for me. Like, I mean, even just this very simple thing of like being on the train and being in a good mood or like feeling good about myself and yeah. I will smile at other people and then that causes like a chain reaction and people are yeah. like shocked that you smiled at them yeah and then you can tell genuinely or if you see like a little kid and you have an exchange with a little kid sometimes you know it makes you feel oh absolutely or think about like a little kid starts laughing and then you start laughing right. and then some other people start laughing let's go on the train right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay okay yeah that's a good that's a good one okay so benefits of being accepted you're feeling purpose you you feel purpose you may feel you know, more inspired and confident. You're moving with ease. You feel belong, like you belong somewhere. Yeah. And then you cause like a bit of a chain reaction, which is pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And I'm going to give you um, a quick little cheat. What's is that? Even to fill this, some of the benefits of acceptance, you can be informed by looking at the challenges of imposter. So I feel like a genius when I'm accepted? <laughs> well no you learn how to actually like, own, <laughs> own your skills oh, so i'm no longer oppressed by my own genius <laughs> <laughs> i love that you said that That's um yeah. okay now i hear it it sounds dramatic i know it's so dramatic um so now we're going to the benefits of imposter syndrome um sure well, actually, let's end with the benefits of imposter syndrome, and let's go okay. to some of the challenges of what happens if there's too much acceptance. Too much acceptance. Um, you may be in a cult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you may just... Um, yeah, the challenge with being too accepted is, like, yeah, like you may not think for yourself anymore. Yeah. You maybe just kind of go with the crowd. Yeah, if that's with a collective, absolutely. Yeah. This is actually kind of tough. Challenges of being Well, think if there's, if there's too much acceptance. Too much acceptance. It's like something you don't hear about, right? Yeah. Well, God, I was so accepted today. I didn't know where I fit in. It was just like, gosh, so weird. Well, I mean, but there's no, there's no pushback. Right. There's like no checks and balances. Yeah. You're just kind of like um, complicit. Yeah, and maybe even complacent. And wow, C and C. <laughs> yeah, maybe like stagnant. Mm -hmm. Um, challenges to being. I mean, you're probably. I mean, it could go both ways. I'm thinking about yeah. like, you know, if you're like one of the popular kids. Yeah. Well, imagine, like for example, if you're speaking for a group. And you're too accepted. And you're too accepted. You know, you're you're a keynote, and people are just like everything you say is a standing ovation. Oh, that would make me feel weird. Like put on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah. or it'd make you feel really arrogant. <clears throat> oh right, yeah. You know, arrogant. 
you know, start believing your own hype. Ooh. When you start believing the hype machine? Yeah. Oof, that's dangerous, yo. <laughs> yeah. And um, if it's a group, a collective where there's too much of that, you can, you know, have an echo chamber. It's like a um, circle jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking I, for the word, but, yeah, you know. I'll, I'll, let's go with echo chamber. Echo chamber, <laughs> circle jerk. I mean, it's funny. It's yeah, I was, I was just trying to protect those who are visual. Um, <laughs> how kind. Sorry. All right. Okay. So how do we how do we feel with that? So we can go ahead and. I think it's, that's good. The okay. challenges, just to review the challenges of being too accepted are kind of like you you may be in a cult. <laughs> um, you know, you could become complicit or complacent if no one's challenging you, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then you're living, you could be potentially living in a hype machine of, you know, circular arrogance. Yeah, and limited growth. And limited growth, right. Okay. All right, and so now we can see what are maybe some of the benefits of imposter syndrome. Benefits of imposter syndrome. It, protection, bro. <laughs> <laughs> protection from Sorry. getting hurt. <laughs> this one's easy. <laughs> protection, comma, bro. <laughs> um, benefits of imposter syndrome. Well, you definitely don't believe your own hype. Right. Okay. That's a benefit. So you could be modest. Yeah. I like that we're doing this exercise. And questioning. You could... You know, you're curious. Be more curious. Oh, I like that. Let's talk about that after this. Okay. Yes. Be more curious. There's something about also writing this stuff out that really Mm -hmm. makes you think about it. (laughs) I feel like there's so much that goes on digitally. Like, yeah. I really appreciate writing. Oh, absolutely. You write. You have, like, you, you like to handwrite, too. Uh, yeah. It's well, lost well, art. I, well, I'm very kinesthetic, so. That's um, some polarity work. Okay, and polarity look, work. And you can recognize where there's the flip. So you can see the challenge becomes the benefit on the other side, and the benefit um, oftentimes can mirror the challenge on the other side. That's awesome. And it's just a really good way to, um, when you find yourself stuck, recognize the polarities and really approach um, a challenge more holistically Mm. and also not to get so over identified with just one side. Right. You know, so it's another way of getting us, you know, unlocking the story. Oh, so good. I want to go back to this notion of being curious. Yes. Um, This is something that you are a proponent of. (laughs) all about the curiosity yeah and i love that it's kind of like you know almost like this childlike curiosity and just embracing that side and doing things even activities um that make you feel more curious what what happens when you're when you're curious one of the things that's really beautiful that happens when i'm curious is i'm working with what is versus Mm. with what isn't Um, Right. And and what I mean by that is a lot of times the what isn't for us is a lot of our deficit thinking, Mm. Um, a lot of our fears, a lot of, again, like we said, those things that have never happened before. (laughs) Right. You know, and I just suddenly like delve into that and it's like that becomes my reality. A lot of times if I'm curious, I'm really taking in a lot of information that's given to me. Right. And if I'm doing that, like say when we're in the park. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, there's some kids playing it. Oh, my God, look behind that. It's like, oh, there was a, 
was like, I didn't notice that, you know, that beautiful view. It's like, right. oh, the bridge is over there and how that can just start um, building on itself. And there's yeah. even an abundance in that. It's like, oh my God, this, this smell, this smells great. Oh, this smell, not so great. Right. And, yeah. He's you know, <laughs> like, oh, Dude, what's up, Hudson? Earlier, like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Um, and when it gets to the point that when we continue to do that, um, it, one, it keeps us present. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I can really stay in the now. It's a wonderful tool. If you find yourself again, locked in the story, it's like, I can go ahead and whether you want to do it as a meditation or just mm-hmm. really actively think, okay, what's happening right now? What information am I being given? What do my eyes see? What do my ears hear? You mm-hmm. know? And really delving into that. And that can really, all of a sudden I can't, or you can, but it's going to be challenging hold both at the same time. It's yeah. going to be hard for me to go ahead and, and look at nature or other people around me and dive into my story at the same time. <laughs> right. It's a distraction in a way. Yeah. So I feel like when I'm curious, there's this, I mean, not just me, but when I'm curious, it just perpetuates this like um, momentum that's like so powerful. Yeah. Like usually days when like good days for me start out on some like, let me take this bus to like on a Sunday or something like, mm-hmm. let me take this bus to get off at a stop where I don't usually get off and like not look at Yelp and like not, <laughs> you know, like just kind of explore. I mean, you maybe have a general idea of what's going on, but just like having the intention of being curious, like for me always like helps perpetuate this like momentum that's like so powerful then like later in the day all of a sudden i'll have this like really good idea and i'm like what where have you been (laughs) i tell you it's an amazing exercise for creatives yeah 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 so what do you have any suggestions or recommendations on how people can figure out activities to do that help them increase their curiosity Mm -hmm. levels well because it becomes play yeah. One of the things I want to get away from is making it so formal or making it a strict exercise so that oh, it does yeah. stay in that playful childlike space. Right. You know, because I think right. a lot of times we take it's like, hmm, how do I play so I can accomplish this goal? <laughs> right. And like it's not you're not serving it. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I would say really even to the place of keeping it as simple as possible, just maybe even starting just, wow, where do my eyes want to go? Mm. And be respectful. and and be mindful right right, but but at the same time but if you can do it with a real innocence you really shouldn't really offend anyone well hopefully not (laughs) yeah ideally and then again it's like well then sometimes you know our stories bump into someone else's stories right (laughs) yeah yeah um and at the same time i want to address that is like where sometimes we get so fearful of one another yeah and it's okay it's like just because that person is suddenly triggered or whatever you know that is just another that's another book on another bookcase right (laughs) right and it's like if you really you're like what book are you reading man yeah i was like like what it's (laughs) like that but honestly it's like i feel like in this sort of age of aggrievement right now that we go straight to just like you know crucify them yeah you know and just like you know you know like like othering burning people and one of the things yeah like canceled you're canceled yeah (laughs) And one of the things that we've forgotten in this whole dynamic is intent. Right. You know, it's like just because you're offended doesn't mean someone did something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's 
so true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, even with this, you know, someone gets, you suddenly hear someone is just like, I feel uncomfortable. And then suddenly everyone's scrambling and jumping out of windows. Right. I know. That's so apparent on, on like Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but so going back, I'm sorry. Yeah. So to finish that whole notion of curiosity is just, I would say even start with a sense. Like, even if it's your ears, and it's like, okay, yeah, what are you hearing in the moment? You had me do this exercise, and I remember because I was like, I remember exactly where I was. I was like staying at my parents' house in San Diego, and it was like summer, it was like super nice. And you're like, write out, give your write a menu, like, create a menu of things that like that make you feel happy or like things yeah. where that bring you enjoyment or like things, even we were working on like more like confident stuff, like things that make you feel um, like you, you're treating yourself, like stuff like that. Like yeah. creating all these possibilities and menus was really helpful. Um, Cause then you like, it's like, it's like trying to go into your kitchen and create a meal, you know, you're hungry, but like, you don't really know about your ingredients, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like ingredients are the most important part to any meal. <laughs> it's hard to have one without. It's really hard to have anything without things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. I thought I would just mention that because that the menu, maybe that's just because I grew up around food. The menus are helpful. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's like, man, I want to spend more time with Jackie. The music, the food. It's just good life. Oh, my God. Um, but, yes, um, yes. Once you can even. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> once there we, it is. <laughs> okay. But I feel once you can actually indulge this exercise more, that helps feed that type of exercise with, with making a menu. When you're accustomed to like, okay, I know what makes me happy because I got to tell you. A lot of people, you can ask that question and it stumps them. What makes you happy? Yeah. Bobby, what, what makes that? you happy? What's that? What sparks joy? <laughs> I mean, I love her. Anyway. Yeah. I love the way people love her. I and know. It's like, it's she's, just, yeah. She's like an icon. Yeah. And it's, that's wonderful. I'm really happy for her. And Did you ever participate in decluttering after learning about Marie Kondo? I don't have enough clutter. Okay. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. A I, have, I have to get more stuff so I can clutter. <laughs> I'll bring you some of the stuff that like. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, going back to the uh, sparking joy thing or not, what makes you happy, Bobby? Oh well, I mean, as I would say, one being cheesy. Yeah, it does for sure. I've seen I, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I really am. Um, loving on the people that I love, um, really being all in in moments, because like like I love you, Jackie, I and if like you. if I can't say it now, then when? <laughs> then you know? when? I just feel that with so many people, it's like with your relationships, it's like the people that are close to you, tell them you love them. Yeah. You know, it's like why? Were well, you gonna wait till the funeral? Fuck. Why is yeah. that? Is it our ego? I don't even care. <laughs> 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 why is it? I know. I'm just, yeah. this is the one go around. So I want to just do it as much as I can. Yeah, man. You know, even if I'm going to be lazy, I'm going to be hella lazy. If I'm going to be productive, then I'm going to go ahead and make my mind up to really go in. Yeah. But, you know, like constantly living, trying to straddle time and straddle states or whatever. Yeah. That's just, a, that's just extra. That's just, you know, it's like that breeds like all of these other states and these beings and these fears and these doubts and 
It's just extra. Yeah. Not necessary. Yeah. So, I mean, I say start with maybe today, find that person that really means a lot to you that you've not shared that with yeah. recently and just let them know. Yeah. And also that's another way of getting out of story is like mm. have a, an exercise that makes it not about you. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you know. What what was what would be an example of that? Well, like I'd say an example is finding that person that you've really that you appreciate but you've not really told them. Yeah. So and like, just without without the um idea of getting anything in return, mm. just go ahead and brighten someone else's day. Mm. And that takes it. you a little bit out of your own silliness. Yeah. Is that, that's part of the gratitude practice. Um, that's an extension of, but this yeah. is actually even a, a different exercise mm. I would have. Like even I had for someone who was estranged from their family is even making a list of recognizing baby steps of, you know, who are the people that, you know, going from the outside and working your way in um, to that circle mm. of just not about you, not trying to reach, you know, get money or <laughs> need anything from family. And a lot of it, I would say, make it family. I've had the benefit. I've had some illness in my family recently. And, um, you know, it, it, it's hard because there's the reality of what's happening. And I'm getting to see where people are putting, are putting the bullshit to the back burner. Yeah. And recognizes like, oh, yo, this is real. Let's actually be with each other. Right. <sighs> yeah. Getting yeah. choked up here, bro. <laughs> yeah. but, I'm, but I'm seeing that because, you know, it lets me realize like, wow, our time together is really limited. It's so limited, you know, and, and and even the space that we have together, we're filling it up with bullshit, with hostility, with shame, yeah. and and blame, and other nonsense. When we could just take all that out and fill it up with like some love and laughter, and you know, and and just you know, really being with each other. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So yeah, there's so. just one last thing I wanted to talk about. Well, I wanted you to leave us with, um, and that is leaving things better than the way you found them um mm. which is the best ever yeah. um can you talk about that a little bit um absolutely um i think i'll just i'll give an example yeah of that is all right uh, a client that i had that we're working together and you know, in this world where we just were ghost people and yeah. things kind of like, oh, not call back. And then someone's chasing and doubting and like questioning and, oh, and you, you're getting to your story. They may get into their story. And you just, you know, you may physically separate, you know, have that separation. Yeah. But there's still that energetic entanglement that's still there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so recognizing that that's an active choice. Yeah. And so ideally... I like to think that we can leave each other better than we found one another. So with this uh, one client coming um, with them and saying, it's like, Hey, listen, it's okay that, you know, like this is run it's, it's course. This is gone where we've needed it to go. Yeah. And that's okay. Let's go ahead and sever the ties of this type of relationship, you know, and, and be mm -hmm. done with that mm -hmm. and recognize that we can go ahead and leave one another with a door open and just be, you know, very clean and clear with, where we are right now mm -hmm. and i leave you with you know here's all the ways in which i've appreciated you and, and you've grown mm. and you know and then even where it comes vice versa and just recognize as we go our ways that i think that we're stronger and also recognize that that 
exercise and doing that can translate into other parts of both of our lives. Sure. Whether that goes into your dating world, mm-hmm. leaving a job. Right. But just recognize when you're really clean and you sever that tie, right. then you don't have to suddenly carry an, an ugly story into your next relationship. Yo, that is very powerful. I wish that it um, were the normal thing to do. Well, again, that's why these are practices. Right, right, <laughs> right. It just, yeah, it makes so much sense. When you have a choice, because you always have a choice. Yeah, but I think it's around the awareness of that choice. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I'd say in, in the thing I'd like to leave people with is just recognizing that we are all human. You know, we're going to be clumsy. We're going to make mistakes. Yeah. This is our first time here in this awareness doing this. Right. So, you know, it's like we've not been here before. So you're going to bump into things. You're going to mess up a little bit. And also just recognize that other people are also here for the first time (laughs) making their mistakes. And every now and then their mistakes are going to bump into your mistakes. Right. And so just understand, be gracious, you know? Thank you so much. Seriously, Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Hope you enjoyed yourself on Current Mood. Stay tuned for our next episode. <laughs> <laughs>